0: take a sip of tea all right oh whoops okay it's the cup there's the cup the bottom of the cup is wet and now the coaster is like sticking to it but we'll we'll deal with that okay all right okay all right Hello, world! Welcome back to the Flores and Friends podcast. I never don't feel lame saying that, but you know, I, I haven't come up with anything better, so you know. Uh, I hope everybody's doing all right out there in uh, the land of coronavirus and COVID nineteen. I am joined by returning guests Alex Molnar. How are you doing today? Pretty
1: good. Pretty good. Been a very lazy, chill weekend from the rest of the you know world, so.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know what you're. I know what you're saying. I spent all day yesterday in my recliner. It was awesome.
1: Yep.
0: <laughs> uh, and it's like god awful hot outside, so I can't. Yeah. Even if you wanted to go outside, it probably isn't for the best. Uh, I was, I was, yeah. I spent my morning this morning at a park, and uh, I got to tell you, I was adamant about keeping my mask on the entire time. But like, mm-hmm. there were times where I just like, I can't. It's it's too hot. Like I need to just take a breath yeah. without this mask on, real yeah. quick. But I am wearing a mask, and I'm sure you are, too. Um, oh,
1: every time I leave, any time I walk out my door, I've got a mask
0: on. Yeah, which is the responsible yeah. thing to do, people. If you're listening to this and you <laughs> don't wear a mask, you are the problem. Anyway. Literally. <laughs> anyway, uh, I would be remiss with uh, beginning this episode without wishing my guest, Alex, a happy early birthday. You're turning 30 tomorrow. Oh, I guess I shouldn't speak. Yep. Say a woman, a lady's age. Is that?
1: I, 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 I don't it. care. I, was, uh, I think that's one of those social conventions that came about in a well-meaning kind of way, yeah. But perpetuates benevolent sexism. So we, I understand why people still hold on to it, but I don't care.
0: Okay. Well, happy early thirtieth birthday, Alex. Um, <laughs> Thank you. You were all. I guess that means you were always one of the young ones, In your graduating oh, yeah. your class. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Did that
1: summer birthdays suck
0: at school? Yeah, I was about to ask. It was like my brother who turns uh 33 on the 30th of July. Um, shout out to Kev. Okay. Uh, like I just summer birthdays, man. I, I'm I'm right smack in the dab, like I'm right after Christmas, I'm in January, so like yeah, I, yeah. school was usually my problem with school was always starting right when my birthday came around, so that was a drag, but. Yeah, man. Summer birthdays. How Do you feel older? Do you feel wiser? Like, how do you feel about turning... Welcome to the 30s with the rest of us.
1: <laughs> well, thanks. Uh, I've, I've always he- heard good things about the 30s and, you know, how it's one of the best decades of life. Just because you've finally kind of come into your own self and you're creating the life that you want as an adult, whatever. Um, and I definitely find that to be true. I don't think it just happens, you know, without any outside input because there are pr- plenty of thirty five year olds I know who are just something else. But I think if you actually, you know, if you've been if you've been like consciously living your life, I feel like by the time you get to thirty years old it's like all right I, I've got some stuff figured out like there's a ton of stuff I still don't have figured out but I feel like I've kind of you know I wrote a schedule for cleaning my apartment you know <laughs> like
0: look out look at you man <laughs> I think that's what that uh what the kids call hashtag adulting um you know. yeah
1: <laughs> I saw a post recently of Gen Z kids mocking millennials for how much they say the phrase "of Delta." Is.
0: It's like, listen here, you little whippersnapper?" snapper. Dog, I really do like. Look, I'm not that sensitive when it comes to people throwing no. shade my way, but like, I do not appreciate these fucking Gen Zers, Zoomers, or whatever the fuck they're called, like roasting us. Like, yeah, we're we're not. I know. It's like, come on, man. We're on the same side here. Like, why are we trying to start yeah. shit? Like, we're all in this together, man. But like, I, like I, I don't know, man. I,
1: I, 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 I don't remember making fun of, of whatever Gen X this much. Like, yeah. I don't remember you know that really being a thing. We're all on the, the same I guess they side were here. In the forgotten generation. Yeah, we're on
0: the same side here. We're all against the boomers. They're the problem.
1: Right. Right.
0: Right. <laughs> um. But anyway, speaking of your birthday, I mean, I can imagine. Well, I celebrated mine before the world went to hell, and I was very optimistic, yeah. and I was very like determined to make twenty twenty my year. In hindsight, it, it, now that yep. it's definitely not like the case now, but what is it like? Uh, and I guess this can expand into the larger question of what what has been your experience through all of this. But what is it like celebrating, you know, a monumental, arguably a monumental birthday for most people during all of this? Yeah. I mean. Also, living in Chicago, I, I know we've talked in the past about your favorite time of the year to hang out in Chicago, and a lot of that's been restricted and limited. So, you know, in a broad sense, yeah. how, how have you been processing all of this? Well,
1: my plan had been to be in New Orleans for my 30th and go to this place outside of the city, like, sure, outside of the city where you can fucking swim with otters, and that was going to be, like, my 30th birthday thing. Mm-hmm. But obviously that's not happening mm-hmm. um I do have a good friend from New Orleans here with me she she lives in St. Louis but we're friends from New Orleans from high school so oh. we're gonna go camping and I don't know I've never like I've never really been on the same train with everybody with the significant birthdays like okay. I was always you know the, like oh sweet 16 and you're 21st and 30th and whatever. The birthdays that I always found more, like, cool and significant are the ones where, like, it's Friday the 13th again, because my, I was born on Friday the 13th. So oh, those birthdays dope. have always felt more, yeah, that one is always like, ooh, this is special, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So when I turned 28, I it was on Friday the 13th, and I had, like, a whole huge, like, I went out and did fancy dinner, and had a house party and everyone was like dressed up all witchy and whatever. And that was kind of the 30th or not the 30th. But it was like the big celebration. So like this year I'm kind of like, well, we can go camping and,
0: and you have cake and I'm happy. See, I'm I'm the alternative. I actually, I, I do stick to the conventional birthdays. Like 25, I was like, wow, 25. And then 30, <laughs> I've been 30 was 30 was amazing. But, uh yeah. I, I totally get where you're coming from, though. But yeah, what what has been your experience? I know you've you've had a lot go. Well, I mean, again, whatever you're comfortable yeah. with, you've had a lot go on this year, and then yeah. the world went to hell. It's like you have had a rough, <laughs> a pretty pretty uh, complicated year. So, what what has been your experience through COVID? What's Chicago like? What is what are you what are you going through up there? Well, I mean, for the
1: most part, Chicago's been relatively decent on the American scale Mm -hmm. of handling the virus. Yeah. There are still the neighborhood that I just moved out of because I moved, uh, was one of those really rich white neighborhoods where people kind of only wore masks if they like really felt like it. And that made me really uncomfortable because they're just like, everybody's out on patios and you know, out at the the candy store or the ice cream shop not social distancing not wearing masks so that was like kind of stressful to exist in that realm but the neighborhood i'm in now is much more many more people are wearing masks and being more safe and whatever but it's definitely it's definitely still a source of like anxiety um I got tested recently because I was having symptoms that could be attributed to COVID or just stress. <laughs> and who yeah. knows at this point? But I did; it did come back negative, so that's good. That is good. Um, yeah, but uh, it's been weird. Uh, I was furloughed right at the very beginning. We, like, I I worked from home for maybe a week, week and a half, something like that, and yeah. then, like, on a random Tuesday. Yikes. They furloughed us, like, at the end of the day, too. We got an email at, like, oh, 9 man. in the morning that said, yeah, yeah. It said at 9 in the morning, we'll be, furl- you know, calling meetings, all this kind of stuff, whatever. And then I my meeting was, like, at 3 o'clock. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> cool. So that was – I it didn't feel good to be furloughed, but then – I was furloughed and I was able to collect unemployment and I got that set up pretty quickly mm-hmm. and, uh, unemployment was paying me significantly more than my actual company, which was just dis- kind of distressing. I mean, it's only because of the extra, like the, the, whatever they call it, the COVID money. Oh, the stimulus the $600 money. Yeah. A week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that, Honestly was a really nice reprieve because I was able to just, you know, back off of the stress of working and be at home and dealing with my own shit rather than worrying about sending emails to from car dealerships who wanted their clients to come in even during all of this. So Yeah. Yeah,
0: I was gonna say I'm back working now, and I can't decide if it's better or worse. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, <laughs> if I could be, if I can share a little bit of my experience. Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: I was not for a load. I have had reduced hours. Like everybody in my company took like a twenty percent pay cut, and I'm an hourly worker, so we mm-hmm. did a, a a twenty like twenty percent reduction scheduling. So, uh, but yeah, man, it was. Uh, I gotta be honest with me with you, man. It was. I I don't know if sur- survivor's guilt is not necessarily like that seems a little bit too serious, yeah. but like I knew a lot of people. I, I would I'll, I'll be candid and say probably a lot more dedicated, much more much more hardworking, much more passionate people yep. who got furloughed, and me. I I appreciate my job. I I I like yep. my job if my bosses are listening. But like I I I just felt like my, I work in accounting and. My – I'm a bean counter. I just process stuff, emails, Excel spreadsheets. I'm not saving the world here. I'm not doing anything that's like really, really inspiring humanity. But like – and my colleagues that were furloughed weren't necessarily either. But they were like – they were more specialized and they were more like – I just felt so bad for them. Like I was like why – even in people in my own accounting department got furloughed. I know people that have been around longer than I have got furloughed and I just felt like it was – The last thing I wanted to do was work because I was just – I was depressed. I've been fighting depression for the past couple of months. And it's just like the last thing I wanted to do was like I was very grateful to have a job. But I also felt incredibly guilty for having a job. So that was – yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I I definitely understand that because one of my teammates got fully let go that same day. And honestly, he was much better suited for the job. Than I am at the moment. Like, he was fully trained. He was, you know, already established on the team and had his workload, whatever. I'm like, before we were furloughed, I had been in my current position for two months. So yeah. I wasn't even finished really training on everything. And so now I'm like trying to A, remember this stuff that I was trained on in the first place, and B, learn new things yeah. all remotely. And I definitely feel a lot of that kind of like, well, why not? Why not pick in? You know?
0: Yeah. But you're also like, man, I'm really glad that I still have income coming in. Like, at least for me, right. I was like, I'm very grateful to still, like, you know, it. And there's still people yeah, that I still I've, have healthcare. Yeah, and I still I still have people I work with that are technically still furloughed, and like they've started bringing some people yeah. back. But like, I just felt bad, and I'm like, it it, it feels indiscriminate and it just feels unfair but it's like i mean you you kind of it's beyond my i just to help me process it i just realized look this is beyond my control i just have to take it for what it is and not necessarily dwell on it and do do the work and do show up and do my job and it's just like it wasn't it wasn't easy it was not like i know like It sounds like you're, it's a very privileged position to stand from, to come from, but, like, mm-hmm. having a job still sucked because a lot of good people yeah, outside my company as well, a lot of good people that I know, like, were furloughed, like yourself, and or don't have a job right now. And I have some yeah. friends in the fucking service industry, and I'm just like, that's yeah. fucking horrible, dude. I feel so bad. I feel so bad yeah. for so many people. But Same. it's not you can feel bad you can you know show support for people but you can't take that on your shoulders like that's not your it's not your fault that you have a job and they don't it's 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 out of it's bigger than both it's bigger than all of us so
1: uh
0: yeah man i felt i feel i felt really bad i just it was it's not been a fun month it's not been a fun year so far man like there's been some fun stuff but overall like god damn
1: It kind of sucks having to work too because with everything happening it it can be really frustrating to feel like the things that you're doing at your job are worth spending the time and attention on when there's so many other things happening that are like so clearly more important but you know fully engaging in them is exhausting and when you're working, also, on top of this, it's just,
0: like, what a shitty combination. Yeah. Let's turn it a little bit in a more positive direction. Uh, with sure. everything going on, like, we've all been trapped in our homes, more or less, and have you do- uh-huh. have you dove in into anything? Is there anything you've binged or anything you've gotten into that you probably wouldn't have gotten into had you not had the free time or just, like, needed to stay home and stream everything? Like, what, is there anything you've really okay. d- dove in into?
1: Uh, well, my roommate and I did... My, one of the girls I used to live with did uh, finish The Avengers. We got all the way through Endgame. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, I
0: remember you telling me about that.
1: Yeah, yeah, we worked our way through. And it was, it was, it was a lot of fun, actually. Cause there's a lot of those movies that I haven't seen since they came out. Yeah. And then watching it again with her and, like, just watching her reactions and hearing her, like, commentary on it, it was kind of, it was really cool because, like, she had no context for really any of it. because wow. She never gotten into the movies so you know from the very first captain america movie she's like they're gay i'm like you're right they're
0: not gonna say it but you're absolutely right yeah man like i think did we talk about this like i was like man that would have been a very interesting dis- like there's no way like that yeah. that first one came out in fucking 2011 i want to say oh no there's no way we were yeah. ready for a gay captain america like explicitly gay but yeah they totally
1: no <laughs> yeah. but it's so gay. <laughs>
0: It's, it would have been interesting. She's, yeah.
1: It was, yeah, it was just, it was just so funny because like all the way through, she's like, wait, he's also, this is, hmm <laughs> She's like, all of these romances in these movies were less interesting than the subplot that we're not actually given of the love interest between the main characters. Most of them are
0: dudes. Yeah, it's, uh, like we can all snicker at it, but yeah, it would have been, you know, maybe when they, I do hope they incorporate that more into the MCU going forward. I don't think there's any, uh, I don't recall, I don't think there's any explicitly gay characters in the MCU right now, but hopefully down the line, who knows?
1: I mean... Deadpool, for sure. Oh, yeah, he's
0: pansexual. Well, but, like, I was talking about the MCU, MCU, not just any Marvel film. Oh, but, yeah. got it. Got it, got
1: it, got it. Yeah, I don't... No, I don't think so. I don't think there are any superheroes...
0: But, uh, something to look forward to. I mean, they, I mean, even though that the world's shut down and, like, production has stopped anywhere, the Marvel movies will continue on. Like, we have Black, no, we have Black Widow coming out, I think in November? Mm -hmm. Even if we ever get in a movie theater, I don't know, we'll see. Right. I, yeah. Uh. (laughs) I actually, uh, this isn't something new that I dove into, but I did just get done rewatching, uh, Letterkenny. Uh, You, you watched that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for anyone not aware, it's this, like, shout out to my buddy Justin Hartwell for putting me on, putting me onto the show last year, because it's one of the funniest shows I think I've ever watched. It's basically... It's so hilarious. Yeah, it's basically, like, rural Canadian sitcom, and mm-hmm. it's really good. And it's so weird, like, I, I mean, it's...
1: It applies to rural anywhere. Yeah, it's... Like, it's the, yeah. The, the characters are so archetypical yeah. that it just... You could transplant this to Texas or Virginia or like anywhere across the United States, and you've got the same kind of major tropes in your small town. Yeah, which is great.
0: Yeah, I just I was it was like last week or something like that, like or the week before, where I was just like I was sitting down to dinner and I didn't know what to watch. Like I was just like I I don't know what I want to watch. I was like, you know what? I'll just watch the first episode because that first that pilot episode is a solid episode. Oh God. And then, so
1: good.
0: and then I turned it, then I was like, all right, I'll watch the first season. And then like, after I was done the first season, like, nah, I'm rewatching everything. Like I, mm-hmm. I highly encourage, I, I emphatically encourage people who have not watched it. It's on Hulu. If you don't have Hulu, I, I don't know how else you could get it, but like, it's all eight seasons and they, they breeze by They're like six or seven episode seasons and they're yeah. half hour episodes. So it just breezes by and it's, yep. it's so good. Like it's, it's like, I it's 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 so solid it's so simple like it's, yeah. it makes it seem like it's like low brow it's not low brow it's just like so effective humor that i'm just like yeah this is my jam yeah. right here and yeah. i mean uh shout out to canada like you know it's a really bra- <laughs> it it paints a very like i i don't know like i feel like media representations of canada down here like we 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 kind of yeah. like i think it, the show normalizes. Like Canadian people, they're not like Being you know. Canadian. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't like make it seem like you're all like nice and polite all the time. You're just like you're just like America, but you know, different. It's like we have a lot in yeah. common with each other. So, like you were saying,
1: yeah, oh uh, yeah, yeah. I also just really love how the like I don't want to say everything in the show is like punching up with the humor, yeah. but so much of it is. Yeah, you know, they do a really good job of not. Going for the low blow, cheap shots yeah, most of the time, and that I really appreciate because, like, it's not hard to be funny and also not an asshole.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. Um, I, it's just it's it is vul- like it does have vulgar, like they use language and shit like that. But it's ne- you're right; it's yeah, yeah. never offensive. It's never like it, you're yeah, never. You're, it's not-
1: Mean or like, yeah, like it never feels like South Park. You're like, wow, I'm uncomfortable
0: with how mean we're being to each other right now. Oh man, uh, I actually had a conversation with two of my friends, uh, who've been on the pod before, Ben and Morgan. Uh, my friend Morgan hadn't really watched South Park like growing up, like I did. Like, I've been watching South Park since I was nine years old. And wow, uh, we had like we were talking about it, and it's like in hindsight, you're like, ooh, like I still. For what it was at the time and watching as a kid, like, you know, I didn't really, it's just stupid. It's just, it's just a show. I didn't read too much into it. But as I get older and people are starting to discuss these things more, you're like, ooh, that's kind of problematic. And I think Matt and Trey have kind of come out later and been like, yeah, that was kind of, that was kind of stupid. Yeah. Or at least I hope they have. I don't
1: know. I haven't really followed them much. Yeah.
0: But it, uh... It, I, I haven't really gotten anything else. I'm still looking for a new show. My buddy, Ben, who I just mentioned, he's trying to get me into Venture Brothers. I He's doing the full-court press, man. He's like, you should watch Venture Brothers yeah. right now. And I'm like, you know, you're only going to make me not want to watch it if you keep pushing me like right. this. But uh <laughs> But yeah, man, I also watched uh, a show on Netflix, The Society. That was the other one that I really, really enjoyed.
1: I've been seeing the ads for that, and I'm kind of, like, I'm just, like, I'm on the fence, I don't know, it looks like it could be right at my cup of tea, but I felt the same way about the show The Magicians. Oh, yeah, yeah, And then I started watching it, and I was really into it, and then, I can't remember when this happens, but there's, like, a horrific rape scene. Oh, God. At one point. Oh, no. And I was just, like, I... I'm really not interested in watching this anymore. Yeah. And I know people who love it and like outside of that it was a really cool show but just like after that happened I was like I can't I can't move past that. I just don't wanna consume media that does that. You know, even if it never happens again. I yeah. that's no nope
0: it's uh yeah yeah I, I i someone else recommended that show to me but i'm glad you tipped me off like I'm not, I'm not i don't think i'm gonna get into that but uh you know yeah i was big fan of the last dance which is you know michael jordan doc but i'm trying to think like mm-hmm. of the past like couple months like what is time anymore like who the fuck even remembers <laughs> what, what happened in march but like i'm trying to think right. of like shows that i've really gotten into these past few months and i'm like yeah, Litter Kenny, the society, you know, like this and that, but yeah. nothing really. I don't think there's anything else I've really, uh, really dove into. Did you watch Tiger King? I did not. Me neither. I was like, I fuck read that show. The description
1: <laughs> of it? Yeah, I read the description of it. I watched the trailer, and I was like, absolutely not. This is gonna destroy my mental health. Or I'm yeah. already extremely
0: fragile. <laughs> yeah, word, word. Well, we can move on. But like, I it's funny. Yeah. Like, you think like with all well you 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 would think like when you when you don't get to enjoy certain things back in the before mm-hmm. four time you were like man if only i had the time and now we have nothing but freaking right. time and we're like yeah there's too much shit to watch like there's just too much <laughs> shit to watch it's
1: i've been yeah. i've been going back to old favorites like i rewatched uh avatar again yeah um and i i mean i love that show i love it so much i think it definitely like, it really holds up. It's a little bit rushed at times. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's a kid's show. Like, the target audience is 12-year-olds. They're not really super concerned with pacing. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I, uh, so, would you believe I've never watched Avatar?
1: Oh, my God. I know. God,
0: you have to. I know. I have multiple <laughs> friends that have really, really loved that show. And they've been like, how can you never watch it's it? It's so good. I know. I know. I just... <laughs> I was on this, like... Bear with me, but like I was on this like anime snob like vibe back in the day where I was like it All right. it wants yeah. it's pretend anime and I was just like that's stupid but I just never I've never gotten brown to it. That's just like I've never yeah. found my way to it. But I'm just like maybe one day, I don't know, we'll see. But like I don't I don't know, man. I I feel yeah, like I'm missing Yeah, I feel like I'm missing a show that I did rewatch, but I guess it was just so forgettable that I was just like, eh, okay, moving <laughs> on. But yeah. yeah that's cool. Let's let's move yeah. on to a little bit more heavier topics here. Because, like I don't I don't think we can really like we I don't know if you listened to the last episode, I talked I had Dalvin on and uh you know, I've kind of touched upon it the past couple bad. of No, that's cool, it's cool. I don't expect anyone I really don't expect everyone to listen to every episode. Like I'm just like, uh, eh, they'll listen to when they feel like listening. Uh but yeah. um, so we, we talked about George Floyd on that episode. We also talked oh. about uh the Black Lives Matters and we have you know Brianna Taylor, who's you know murderers are uh-huh. still walking around all free and shit, and uh, hopefully that gets remedied soon. Um, yeah, we've had a lot of shit go on on top of one of the worst like global disasters yeah. of all time. But like, so you know, with all these things going on during this pandemic, like, what do you what do you make of all that? Why do you think this is all happening? If you had to venture a guess, if you had to speculate, like, why do you think? All of this seems to be happening right now.
1: Well, facetiously, there are people in the, uh, the astrological community who have pointed out that certain planets are in retrograde that haven't been in retrograde yeah. since the last Civil Rights Movement and, like, the Revolutionary War or, I don't know, it was something something like, you know, 1918, the flu pandemic, and then also the Civil War and all those kind of things, but whatever. Um, legitimately, though, I think the reason that a lot of this is happening right now is because Americans don't have to worry so much about job security because there is not. So oh,
0: that is interesting. Where
1: you know everybody's like, you don't have to worry about taking time off work to go to the protest because they fucking fired you four months ago, yeah. you know, or you've been furloughed or whatever. And so I think that has a has a big impact and uh on top of that it's just there have just been so many injustices and so much hate and bullshit in the world that most people have never seen before because we've never had social media like we have now and you know i think about the difference between social media activism now at what actually what it actually is versus what we all joked about in 2012. We remember Coney 2012. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All of the bygone stuff. era of
0: 2012.
1: Right, exactly. And like but like now social media is how activists like organize Coordinate, and actually yeah. show yeah, and actually show the shit that's happening in real time. Like we have, you know, you can live stream on every platform now and yeah. like That's never. That's never really been a thing that we could do before. So now you're able to see in real time the cops being fucking fascists. Yeah. So it's harder for people. It's harder for people to ignore now.
0: Yeah, I think that's a big thing, and I think I got to commend you. I never thought about the fact that like job security, people were you know people preoccupied, people were too busy, and people were too scared to you know. Uh, go out there and do it but it's like it's it's just it's like I this may be prisoner of the moment. I don't I hope I'm not sounding like prisoner of the moment, but I honestly I don't really care. But like I just I think about all the years like we've as millennials like our age group like we've seen a lot man like we had nine yeah. eleven when we were very young. We had you and I had Katrina when we were very yeah. young. We had yeah. we were starting college right when the financial disaster financial collapse happened we had obama as the we we were like prime voting age to vote our first vote in our presidential yep. election was obama we've had a lot man and now we live in the age of trump and it's just like i think yeah. that i really think that we are it sounds so weird but it's like i feel like we've for the past fuck who the hell knows long but like definitely since he was re- elected like i feel like we've been in a fucking like cultural civil war, and it's just like yeah. it's like this. We're in the we're in the throngs of it, and just this going on, like this pandemic, like it's exposed so much of just like mm-hmm. inequality and misinformation, and just like the whole yeah. bullshit around everything that we're just like, yeah. All right, man, we got time to deal with this shit. We're gonna fucking yeah, exactly. deal with it. I think, I
1: think you know another aspect of it too is millennials were sold this whole tale of what our lives were going to be like. Not, you know, participation trophy, whatever bullshit, but like, we were told, you go to school, you get a degree, you get a job, and then you're going to end up with your house and a white picket fence and 2.5 kids and a dog and your two cars and whatever. And like, the barest fraction of us can manage to make that happen because we've had so much financial terrorism, essentially from the fucking government like we're just dealing with so many things that we that, has, that hasn't been seen since the great depression yeah and we're still being told that it's our fault that we're not meeting these milestones while the people who are stopping us from meeting them are sitting around collecting their checks
0: yeah like I'll just I'll I'll lay my cards on the table. I don't expect much to change. Like I expect some things to change. Like yeah. But progress is incremental and it's slow. But I yeah. think that there has been progress made through all this. But I just I'm not like long term. I'm just like I don't I don't know if this is. I just don't see like a revolution. I see like progress, but I don't see a revolution. But I just I wonder. You know, I just think that we're fed up. We're just done. We're just fucking done yeah. with all of this. Like we. Yeah. I think we were like. We were kind of told in the 90s and the early 2000s, like, you know, like this is what America is. And I think that a lot mm-hmm. of us are exchanging information, talking to people we never would have talked to if without the internet yeah. and social media, that we were like, well, why can't, why are things the way they are? Like, we've been, we, we've right. all kind of been in our own communities. And I think there's been some intermixing. And yeah. on the flip side, there also has been some, uh, you know, re- like, isolation and fucking you know people there's been there has been some segmentation and like some insulation i guess is the word Uh but like i just think that we're all like hey man like we we have power like we are realizing we have a shared power we have a shared goal and Uh these arbitrary things that generations before us, kind of just accepted. We were like, "Well, what? Why? Why? Why are we doing this? Like, what? Right, what is why? all this? Like, why? What? Yeah, like, <laughs> For what reason? like, like, just because it is this way doesn't mean it has to. You know, it doesn't have to be this way. Right. Like, we can try right. and some new things. Like, you know, and I guess this is yeah. all natural with generate, like, generational history. Like, this is just natural. It's progress. Yeah. Um, but it's just fascinating. Like, I never they fucking like Richmond, Virginia. Like, I remember when I was just, yeah, just a little backstory. Like, when I was. Uh, when I was leaving Louisiana when I was trying to move out and I eventually moved to Austin uh, you know my mother was like we were trying to go through like oh where could you live where could you live where are you looking where are you looking Mm -hmm. to go right and I picked a bunch of places but I remember like Virginia like uh, Mm -hmm. we have family in Richmond Virginia or in the neighboring cities of Richmond Virginia she's like you know there's a lot of good jobs in Richmond Virginia I was like I could never live in the former capital of the confederacy like those fucking confederate statues (laughs) would drive me crazy but yeah. they're tearing it all down. Like they're getting rid of all these things. Yeah. And I'm just like, and the like the Wash the NFL team in Washington DC. They're reviewing yeah. the name, but they're gonna change the name, and I'm just like, holy fucking shit! Yeah. Like this is like that's
1: been that's been something that people have been screaming about for years. Yeah, dude. So for it to finally be happening, like yeah, and that's so when you talk about you know you think there's gonna be changes but not a revolution, whatever. I I I understand where you're coming from and I and I think that on some level you are right, but I think the I think the difference is that like it takes years and years and years for momentum to build. Yeah. And then I mean it's the same thing that happens with this fucking virus. Like it's there in pockets and places and whatever and then all of a sudden it seems like overnight the explosion happens, you know? Yeah. And I think that's kind of what we're seeing is decades, truly decades and decades of hard work from all kinds of people on every level trying to, you know, make themselves heard and make things happen. And now we're finally seeing some of that come to fruition, which is awesome. And I also think that, you know, like the, the there are multiple cities now who are, significantly defunding the police. I think Minneapolis is like abolishing, getting rid of them entirely. And They're going to find some other way to, you know, have that need met, have those needs met. And that's something like, if you had told me three years ago that yeah. Minneapolis was going to get rid of their police department, I would have been like, the fuck are you talking about? How? That doesn't make any sense, you know? But now it's like, yep, that's an option. We yeah. can do that. you
0: know it's i i I don't really know what to make of this year and you know who knows in years to come if we'll be able to yeah fully articulate like what the fuck what this all happened like like again things started closing like mid-march it's mid-july that's only been four months like four months like you know it's a third of the year but still that's such a rapid amount of time but again like you said this has been building up like a lot of this shit yeah. you think about like what Mike Mike Brown and Trayvon yep. Martin were 2014 so yep. the past like six years it's kind of been working its way to this and it's it's
1: yeah I would go I mean I would go back even farther than that you know like this this kind of stuff I mean the biggest the, the biggest example that I could think of off the top of my head would be Rodney King
0: yeah right? 92 yeah
1: yeah and like it's just sort of it's a snowball effect the more the more you notice something, the more you recognize it and the more you recognize it, the more you see the pattern of behavior and you see it everywhere yeah you know, so I think it's really been like a slow recognition of whoa, <laughs> this is literally everywhere and that like you know it feels shitty to say sometimes, but like I I just didn't know. Yeah. You know? And like you hear about it, yes, racism still exists. Yes, you know, bad things still happen and all this kind of stuff. But then when you start to see like I the last time I checked the Twitter thread on this, there was like four hundred separate examples of police brutality happening around and that the last time I looked at that was in April.
0: Yeah.
1: You know? So who knows what it's at now?
0: Yeah, it's I I hate to look at it in such a like a uh uh I, I don't know if point scoring is the right word or phrase but it's I feel like we you know 2016 was a big blow to morale and yeah. we slowly but yeah. surely started to rebuild it up again and I thought we were going to lose lose some uh ground when Trump was impeached but got off because fuck it the fuck the Republican <laughs> party but like we still have we still have an election coming up. I'm just like, all this shit we yeah, have going on. I
1: know, I know.
0: Like, look, I'm a huge sports fan. Like, I've given up on college football. There's, no, there's not going to be any college football this year. Hopefully yeah. we get the NFL. But again, probably not. It's probably for the best that we don't have any organized sports in the fall.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but I'm just like, we have an election. Like, we have... Yeah. Like, just think about four years ago, like, how crazy, like, the last two months of that election were... And you yeah. still have that and to look now, forward to. Yeah, I know. It's just like what are we doing? Like what is going on? <laughs> I, I Yeah, it's exhausted. It's I'm 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 very apprehensive. Like I'm trying to yeah. as as someone who suffers from anxiety, like I'm trying to stay grounded and stay like measured, but it's just like is have yeah. we have we have we made it through the worst of this or is the worst yet to come I'm just like oh fuck please please we can't, <laughs> please we cannot get it any worse man please do not let this shit this shit get any worse but
1: yeah i uh, yeah i don't know man i really don't know we you know
0: and 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 the problem is since, for better or for worse, we don't have really anything going on. No movies, no sports, not real pop culture, really yeah, anything. There's no distraction. There's no distraction, so there's no distraction, so we can remain focused on the important things. But also, mm-hmm. all we can do is wait and speculate, right. and that's a breeding ground right. for anxiety. So it's just, it's you know, it's. Yep. But you know, there are good things in the world. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and. You know we're we're soldiering along, man. Speaking of fucking politics and fucking the federal government, you want to talk about the Supreme sure. Court? Sure, yeah. Yeah, sure. man. So there were. Luckily, the Supreme Court's still going about. I mean, there, they had some unfortunate rulings, which we'll get into, but also there yeah. there been some good shit. Uh, I'm going to read from a Los Angeles Times article that I will have in the show notes. Uh, Alex, I apologize. I should have sent this to you, but I neglected my bad. No worries. Uh, and I'm sure you'd keep up with this, so you're at least somewhat familiar with what I'm about. To, we're about to go through. Um, so yeah, man. Like it, you know. There, there, there's been the Supreme Court giveth and the Supreme Court taketh away as well. Because like as as much as they like to parade yeah. around, like they're this like above it all, like unbiased court. Like the they're, they're, the court is bought and paid for. Like it's fucking corrupt. Oh, as Oh yeah. yeah, and like. It's 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 hilarious, like the the measures they go through the go to to like be like, Hey, we're 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 objective here. We're all this like we're we're not a, we're above the fray. And it's just like, are you though? Like, sure are you though? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Like fucking look, I'll just say this, man, it's this gonna sound bad, but he's been dead for a while. Like I feel bad for Anton Scalia's Scali- Scali- like loved ones. Like it's not easy losing a loved one, but like also I'm like I'm glad I don't have to think about that man ever again, like, forever. Like, I'm glad he's gone. Yep. yep. And, this,
1: you know, here's here's my thing with, with like, the, all of the don't speak ill of the dead. Sure, not directly to their family members, but if people don't want to be shot on, then maybe they shouldn't be shitty in real life. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. if you don't want people talking shit about you after you die... Don't do it while you're alive. I'm not going to just pretend that you were some wholesome angel just because you died.
0: Yeah, for real. Like, it's just like, yeah, that awful person, he's gone, or they're gone now. And it's like, yeah, okay. Yep. (laughs) Bye. Yeah, again, I'm like, I'm sorry to his loved ones, but...
1: Yeah, I'm sure people loved him, and I'm sure they're grieving, and I'm sure it's extremely hard. And I'm also very sure that I am extremely glad he'll never have influence over anyone that I love ever again.
0: Yeah. So let's go through this list real quick. Uh, The major rulings – again, I'm reading from this Los Angeles Times article. Uh, One of the first ones they have is Trump and his financial records. Kind of a draw. Like basically they ruled that like A, the Supreme Court can – I mean the the Southern District of New York can subpoena his records – they and they pushed it back yeah. to the lower courts and they didn't really necessarily make a ruling they just said that yeah they can they can do that if they feel like it's yeah. justified but so yeah. unfortunately uh they probably won't get the record they won't get his tax records his uh returns uh yeah. before November but you know we'll see and hopefully yeah any wrongdoing which we're I mean come on now we're pretty much sure yeah right <laughs> hopefully at some point at some point, he'll be, held responsible. he'll be held accountable. Him and his cadre of enablers, yeah, and compatriots. Uh, so, what else do they have? They have. Oh, this was a, this was a close to home for us. It was the uh, abortion and clinic doctors. Uh, yeah, may a state require that all doctors who perform abortions have admitting privileges at a hospital within thirty miles? Within thirty miles? No, the court said, and a five to four ruling. Uh, so yeah, this was a Louisiana case. I mean, this was pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, I was very happy about this shit.
1: Yeah, that one was great. I was I was pretty surprised. I was like, oh okay, all right, <laughs>
0: good. Yeah, yeah, and it was. I think the big thing was the fact that in the two justices that dissented were Neil Gorsuch and Kavanaugh, uh, who were mm-hmm. Trump pointies, and it's just like I I just I, see man, like I don't want to go off on a tangent here, but like. Like, just as a guy, yep. as a white male in this country, I'm like, what the fuck is our – like, what the fuck is our fascination and obsession with abortion? Like, what what are we even do, – I don't even – like, I would never ask anyone of this question, but I have never – I don't know anyone around me that has had an abortion. Like, I'm just like – I feel like they are – they do happen, but they are like this issue that is made way larger than it really is. Like, it's not – I'm just – I I am like, really? Abortion? Like, you really yeah. give a shit? Like, again, it's not a joking matter. I'm not making light of this. It's a very serious topic. But it's like, really? Like, really? Like, do you, you honestly like – I'm just I, – I know I, I hate to sound like rant to a woman about this. But I'm just like, what is the fucking fascination with abortion in this country? Nobody else, as far as I know – doesn't seem like any of the rest of the industrialized world really gives a fuck about abortion, but it seems like it's like this every like once a year, maybe once every other year like it's a, it's this big issue. It's just like can we move past this, please? <sighs> it's a control thing. And yeah. it, you know, it's
1: it didn't it wasn't even really like a huge deal until evangelicals got a hold of it. Like it was it was absolutely you know, illegal and frowned upon and whatever, but then I don't remember exactly when it happened, if it was in the 60s or if it was earlier, but it became a real right-wing, like, central yeah. tenant as a means of control, and it's it's about controlling women, and it's about reducing, you know, half the population to essentially Bird mares yeah, so that they don't have the ability to speak out or stand up or whatever because they're too exhausted financially and physically from giving birth and having to take care of and raise all these kids
0: I just I'm like I don't Okay. Like, again, we're not. We've already. I've. I've done an episode. I think I did an episode last year on abortion, and that was a very. You know, I was very. I'm very proud of that episode because I feel like we we really had a, a great conversation about it. But I'm just like, mm-hmm. I, again, I don't travel in the circles of the far right or the religious uh, at all. I just. I'm like, I don't understand. Like, I just don't yeah. understand. Like, why do I you feel like <laughs> this is? Not, why do you? The, why is this your business? Why is this your business? Like, why do you care? And again, if you think it's a moral issue of, of life and death, like, okay. And don't get one. I, I get it. Like, I get it. But I'm just like, just yeah. don't, don't get one? Like, I just don't. Like, I'm just right. like, oh my god, dude. I just. Yeah. I, I just I don't know. understand. I just don't understand. I don't understand it. I like, know. it's just, I don't understand <laughs> it. Like, I just, I'm like do you hate, like, I just want to know, I'm like, do you hate women? Like, do you just not respect women? Do you just hate women? Like, is that, is that it? Like, you just, I mean, you think, you have, like, this inferior, like, you assume they're inferior and they are not, I just, again, we're getting, I'm getting off topic. I apologize. I just, it just blows my <laughs> mind every time. It just boggles my mind. Anyway. I know. I okay. know. So let's move on to LGBTQ and workplace rights. And please, I would love yeah. to hear your uh, opinion on this. Uh, so the question is, do the federal do federal civil rights laws protect LGBTQ employees from discrimination in the workplace? Yes, the court said in a sixty three ruling, citing the words of the Civil Rights Act of nineteen sixty four. It says employees may not fire employers may not fire or refuse to hire employees based on their race, religion, sex, or national origin. And the court decided the discrimination based on sexual orientation or gender identity is discrimination based on sex. I mean, hallelujah, right? Yeah
1: right like okay cool glad we glad we established that legally but also it's it's kind of uh i mean it's it's good and it will definitely have an impact um but it's kind of hollow on two different levels uh one when paired with the whole the ruling about how uh Doctors don't have to treat trans patients. Mm-hmm. Um, that, like, if you can't get treatment because you're trans, within if you ha- even if you have a job and you have healthcare, if your doc if the healthcare that's in network, you know, refuses to treat you because you're trans, what good? Does, you know, what good does that do? And also, the vast majority of the United States is at-will employment, which means they don't have to specify a reason, really. They can just, like, pull one out of a hat to be like, yep, this is why we're firing you, even though everyone actually knows it's because you were gay and loud about it or
0: whatever. What's wild is, I mean, fucking 93, 94, I want to say. I think it was 93 because I know he won an Oscar for this film, but it's like, this is the same fucking debate we had in Philadelphia, like the movie Philadelphia, which yep. came out fucking almost 30 years ago. Like, just, like, yep. it's another thing. Like, it's, again, I agree with you. This is a good, good thing. But when you talk about, like, doctors and people who refuse, and maybe we're kind of touching on what we're about to get into, but just, like, what always boggles my mind about doctors who refuse to serve, or uh, to yeah. uh, provide for trans trans individuals, like, it's just, like, I could go... I'm sorry, I gross people out, but I just I'm doing this to make a point. But like, I could go into a doctor's office and my dick could be falling off from some STD or some shit like that. Like, I could have a fucking gash in my neck that is like splurting, that is spurting blood, and they'll be like, "Okay, it's time to get our hands dirty. Let's fucking fix this." But a trans person walks yeah. in and is like. I'm having pain in this part of my body, they'd be like, ew, gross. Like, it's like, what? Like, what? Like, what are you talking about? Like, again, it's not all doctors. It's only some doctors. But again, it's just like, you're totally down to like, like, I could have like, a fucking staph infection in my knee that's like, or gangrenous or some shit. But you're like, ooh, that... That person, that trans person, I, oh, I don't feel comfortable. It's like, what are you talking about? Right.
1: Why did you go into medicine if you weren't comfortable treating anyone who needed treatment?
0: Yes, yes. I'm like, motherfucker. They fucking swab the. They do an alcohol swab on death row victims, like or death row people, like. Right. What are you talking? Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I don't like to talk about this too much publicly because I just I'm like it, it it's you know it's it's it just. I don't like to vent like that. But it's just when I do talk about it, I'm just like, what the fuck?
1: (sighs) Yeah, and the fact that trans panic laws still exist in so many places, which basically is a law that says, oh, I found out that this person was trans and I freaked out so badly that I killed them. But because they're trans, that makes it okay. (sighs) There's a really good documentary on Netflix right now called Disclosure. You should mm-hmm. check it out. It's basically about trans rep- representation in the media, and um, they interview all kinds of all kinds of trans actors and activists and yeah. researchers and doctors and whatever. And it's really, really incredible, and also eye-opening. There's a lot of stuff that you're like, ooh, yep. That's yeah. really that's really upsetting. <laughs> so uh, I, mean, I don't do it, you know, if you're having a bad day. But you know, if you're in the in the mood for something more serious, or you feel yeah. like you want to learn something, it's an option.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, two things. One, I will consider it. I, I, I uh, honestly will consider it. But I have a hard time getting into. I have a hard time diving into stuff of that's more serious matter because I feel like it will mess with me and it'll depress me and it'll make me upset when it is there to inform and educate I feel what I I worry that I will pull from it is the sadness the 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 negativity of the situation so I try to I tend to avoid that but I will honestly consider it and second off and this is not a pat on my back I'm not trying to pat myself on the back here but like I I'll be the first to admit I had some pretty awful negative borderline transphobic personal beliefs of mine That I used to hold. And it is amazing to me in 2020 how much that has changed. Especially, and again, this is a whole other topic, seeing JK rolling, like fucking go off the deep end on this shit. I'm just like, dog, is this what I sounded like? Like, what the fuck? Like, I'm just like. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm right there
1: with you. Like, there was, there's stuff in my past that I look back now, back on now, and I'm like, Yikes! Yeah. I said that shit like out loud to yeah. other people. Yeah, but I mean, you know, at the, there's something that I saw a long time ago that that I think is really true. If you if you aren't looking back on your history and you aren't like uncomfortable with what you're seeing there, are you really growing as a person?
0: This is true, and I I I think what also not only you just have to own it, just own it, and be like, look, yeah, I was uneducated i was inexperienced i had never really dove into the topic or really done the research or educated myself and now that i have i realize like oh these things that i thought were like were facts or just like you know the way things were i was just like yeah universal truth is a good word for it like good phrase for it it's just like you're just like oh actually you know no, that's actually kind of based in some bullshit where it was more like, well, yep. this is just a consensus more than a fact. And it's just like, oh, so, and mm-hmm. again, like, I really think that, like, I hate to sound like the fucking, the mainstream media, but like, I really hate to sound like that, but I really think that ex- exposure is key. Like, I feel like oh yeah, a lot of my personal beliefs that I held at the time were reinforced by Society and community and the fucking what you're exposed to in mass media, and I'm just like, yep. That's why I feel like, oh, okay. Now that I have heard more arguments, now that I've seen more things, I'm like, oh, actually, you know, maybe I was wrong. I was, I was definitely wrong. So yeah, I I just. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean,
1: we get misled about that kind of shit by the media constantly, and that's something that they actually bring up in the documentary. Is like. All of the ways that trans representation has really hurt trans people yeah. over the years. I mean, it's good now that that things are coming to light and that having you know having more more trans celebrities and trans personalities uh, be visible and, and be heard is really great. Yeah. Uh, but in the past, it's really it can it can be really hard to watch.
0: Yeah. I just i I've realized now that like my uncomfortability with trans individuals and all this stuff was I wouldn't say it was fear based but it was just I don't know if it's fear, it's more like just confusion, it's more like I just didn't understand, yeah. like I just don't have a basis of understanding these yeah. individuals' feelings and their perspectives and their and their experiences just like. But now that I've seen more of it, I'm like, oh, well, it's not... They're not not people. They're just people. Like, that's exactly it. It's just like, they're just people, man. Like, do you... They're not a boogeyman. They're not, like, dangerous. They're just people. No. There's a bunch of shit that people do every day, John, that you just don't agree with, but you just kind of accept and you're comfortable with. Yeah. Why can't these people fall on the... These individuals fall under that umbrella as well. So maybe you need to realize yeah. that you need to change and not them, you know?
1: Well, I mean, one example that they gave that I remember but didn't remember in this much detail is uh, Ace Ventura. The end of that oh, movie yeah. is so transphobic. Yes. Oh, you know? Gosh. And they, like, it was just so, it was a joke. Yeah. It was just the joke was like, oh my God, this is so disgusting. And everyone was so horrified. And so when you're watching that movie and, you know, the 12, 13 year old, whatever, your brain isn't thinking that's a person, you know, it's just like, oh, ha ha, this is the joke. The joke is that she's a man and that's why it's funny and also disgusting. Yeah. And you just learn that lesson and move forward with that being your basis of understanding.
0: Yeah. I think I could comment on this and then we can move on or if you want to respond, yeah. of course. But like I think it goes back to my, my uncomfortability and I feel like a lot of men's uncomfortability with trans individuals is that we come at a basis – our gender roles and gender understanding is tied very closely to our sexuality and we view women mm-hmm. – and I'm guilty of this. I'll cop to this, man. We've been brought up or we – it is a general understanding that we approach women as – opportunistic, like sexually opportune, opportunistic, yeah. and the fact that these people are trans women or trans men, whatever. We we don't know how to handle that because it, it 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 conflates with like two or not conflates, but it like it 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 it's irreconcilable with certain ways we view sexuality and gender, and it's just like, and I yeah. think that that's that's what I've been trying to work on as far as like. Hey, yeah, man, like you know like it's not about you like it's not even like it's not even about you like it's like yeah you're you're only coming at it from this like like sexual possibility or sexual opportunity and it's just like that's there's right. more to life than just like how you like sexuality and shit like that so i yeah I, I would love to have that conversation on the pod one day but like i think that that again that would we i would hold you on here for another two hours talking about that shit <laughs> yeah there's a, lot to be, there's a lot to be talked about there. Yeah, anyway, so let's move on to, while that one was a good ruling, I think we can both agree. Uh, the next one, uh, <laughs> oh man, religion <laughs> in schools. Okay, so the question is, may yeah. a state exclude church schools from state-sponsored tuition aid program that supports students in other private schools, or does the exclusion amount to un- unconstitutional discrimination against religion? The court ruled – the court said in a 5-4 ruling in Espinoza v. Montana that it is unconstitutional discrimination based on religion. And before we get started on that one, we can move on to the next one where it is uh, religion and teachers. Uh, so our church school is entitled to a religious exemption from federal anti-discrimination laws when it comes to hiring and firing teachers. Yes, the court said in a seven to two ruling in Our Lady of Guadalupe School or Guadalupe School versus Morrissey Baru. Decision based on two cases, tossed out discrimination lawsuits filed by two former teachers who taught fifth grade. Yeah, those two compounded yeah. are uh, so. In a nutshell, if if I, if you feel this is an unfair assessment, Alex, please amend what I'm about to say or comments. But like, uh, basically, federal money goes to a secular a secular private school then it must also go to a religious private school as well they can't discriminate but but uh, a religious school they're they're exempt from federal anti-discrimination laws, so they can fire someone fire a teacher yeah. or a staff member if they don't conform to their beliefs i think that's a fair assessment yeah. I'm, I'm definitely oversimplifying yeah. but what do you how do you feel about all that
1: I mean, that's about what it is, <laughs> as far as I understand it, and I think it's absolutely ridiculous. I think if you're going to accept money from the federal government, you got to abide by federal government rules, you know? And if you're not going to do that, tough shit. I, I don't see how it's fair in any way for a religious school to accept money from the federal government and then not abide by the rules of the federal government. Like, yeah. either they're paying your bills and they make the rules or not. And if you want to make your own rules, then you pay your own money. I,
0: I believe it was Justice Sotomayor, and I'm going to paraphrase what she responded with. But if I recall what she said correctly, she said something to the effect that the court has uh, she, like, worried and championed discrimination against religious institutions and companies and all this stuff. They they were like we got to protect these religious institutions from discrimination, right. and then now we're allowing the religious institutions to discriminate. It's like I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I guess it all comes down to like I don't even know. It's so beyond my depth. It's again I'm I'm an atheist, so I have a I have my own baggage when it comes to religious institutions. But it's just like yeah, it's it's just like that seems like such a dangerous window to allow them to like, well, what, what if a religious organization, what if a religious institution wanted to discriminate based on race? Well, we think that our religious says that races race, there is a hierarchy and it's like, well, are they allowed to discriminate then? Like, what are we talking about here? I just think, yeah, I just think that like in the, in the governments, in the federal government's reluctance to favor one religion or the other or whatever, even though we have fucking under God, every fucking where in this goddamn country. Right. I do, I think that they are very apprehensive about, like, well, we'll just let them do what they want. It's just yep. like... Yep. Again. It's
1: because, free, like, the separation of church and state is a joke. It's a fucking joke. You know, ever, ever since the 60s, 70s, I mean, forever. Literally forever. It's just there has been religion involved, and the... <laughs> the fact that it's dictating our policy and has before it's infuriating it's absolutely infuriating because if you go and you try to be like okay well you know if it's freedom of religion then why don't why aren't Muslim holidays national holidays as well you know we get Christmas and Easter and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Like that's a that's a religious holiday. You know, it's become cultural, but yeah. that doesn't mean that it's not Christianity. You know.
0: Yeah. To be fair to the anyone who may be listening, who is religious or you know um, practices religion or anything like that. Uh, not everybody, not every Christian, not, every, not everybody is this closed-minded. They would argue, yes, we need to encourage acceptance, inclusivity, all this stuff. Yes, I, I, I will acknowledge that there are, they are out there. I just, I yeah. just, I have a hard time talking about this because I hate, I, I used to be a pretty militant atheist and like I've softened because I'm like, hey man, don't be so antagonistic. You know, you don't need to. You don't need to champion that cause because you know you you, you're given we like atheists already have a bad connotation, like a bad reputation in this country. So you're like, so you don't want to add to that. But I just, it really sticks in my craw, and you know, it just, it's so disheartening because like I just, I just, there is nothing above the state in legal sense. There's nothing above the state, but we make all these accommodations for one religion in fucking well one yeah. segment of religion in particular and it's just like yeah. fuck dude I just, it just drives me nuts yep
1: yeah. yep yeah. and then those same people will turn around and scream about how they were discriminated against for the slightest yeah. inconvenience
0: yeah it's yeah. <laughs> oh man we could we just simmering on this side of the mic I'll tell you that right now it just drives me crazy And let's move on to the last one that's fucking even in the same vein, and it's very disappointing as well. And as a woman, I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Uh, So religion and birth control. Uh, I promise you we're not shitting on religion, but it's just these are the cases that were presented to the court, and they ruled on that we're just addressing, all right? So I'm not shitting on religion, all right? I'm just talking about it. Okay, so religion and birth control. Uh, May the Trump administration exempt employees who cite religious or moral objections from part of the Affordable Care Act that requires providing no-cost contraceptive to, contraceptives to employees. Yes, the court said by a 7-2 vote and Little Sisters of the Poor versus Pennsylvania. The decision overturned a ruling by the Third Circuit Court in Pil- Philadelphia, which had blocked the Trump rule from taking effect on both legal and procedural grounds. So basically – there is a stipulation in the Affordable Care Act, also known as Obamacare, that regardless of religious affiliation, a company must provide uh, birth control to of course, anyone who needs but it. But they can to anyone who needs it, of course, uh, at no cost. So they can't pile on or fucking well, you, we'll pride you, but it's going to cost you more than it's going to cost us, and it's just like right. again. I I go back to what we talked about with the abortion when we were talking when we were about abortions uh, shortly ago. Do people just fucking hate women? Like, do do people just fucking hate yeah. women? Like, why why are we like yeah. so like spiteful and just fucking like petty and antagonistic towards women? Like, half of, more than half of the world's population is women. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, once again, Christianity has done a really great job of campaigning on the fact that women are the root of all evil.
0: So, I just presented with the facts that (laughs) birth control, the pill, and other forms of birth control do have medicinal purposes outside of contraceptive. I would think the conversation would end there. But it's like... You'd think. I'm like... So why – what is the conversation? Like what, what are we talking about here? Like I know women in my right. – I have women in my life. I'm sure you do as well that suffer from mm-hmm. endometriosis and other forms okay. of that illness. And just like birth control has purposes outside of yep. the bedroom. So why yep. is this even a conversation? I'm just like the fuck, man? Like I don't know. I don't think, Yeah, I don't think Viagra has medicinal purposes right. outside the bedroom but that shit's okay, but like what
1: I, Yeah. Pop that like candy. Uh,
0: I, so is there anything you would like to comment? Uh or or is there or is that just how do you feel, Alex? I'll just I'll just ask that. How do you feel about all this? Just continually exhausted. <laughs> I just I I really wonder. Like, I'm just like I, I hate to dominate the conversation because, of course, the last thing we need in this world is more, more white males, like, dominating the conversation. But it just – it's truly baffling. Like, yeah. I was raised by a single mother, very strong, independent single mother. And I just, like – I just don't understand. Yeah. This is yep. – yeah. <laughs> I know. I don't need to tell you. Um it's very disappointing. So, like, we did have some good news with yeah. the Supreme Court.
1: Thank yeah, um, this is another one that came out, uh, the, the Oklahoma ruling about the tribal land. Yes. Did you hear I about think, that yeah, one? I think
0: it was east of uh, – east Oklahoma is tribal land. Let me see if they have this on. Yeah. Yeah, it was literally the next one.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. So Native America, Native Americans in crime. Does Oklahoma have the authority to prosecute serious criminal serious crimes committed by Native Americans on land that was part of a historical reservation? No, the court said in a five-four ruling in McGirt versus Oklahoma. Uh, writing for the court, Judge Gorsuch at, said Congress had never disestablished or revoked the treaty that created the Creek Nation in eastern Oklahoma, and a federal law says U.S. authorities, not the state, have jurisdiction to prosecute serious crimes. There, serious crimes that are committed by Native Americans. So basically, hey man fucking. Did they say when that? I don't remember when that treaty was signed, but it's like from the fucking like eighteen hundreds, I think. Eighteen,
1: yeah, yep, eighteen sixty something. I want to say.
0: Jesus Christ! So yay, another win. Yeah. But like again, it's like uh, so that's good news. Uh, Yeah. I I, again, I go back to just like every facet of the federal government. I fuck every every uh, just a facet of just government in general. The Supreme Court giveth. And the Supreme Court take it away. It's just, it's, yep. it's a mess. I don't know what else to say. I don't really, I think I've vented enough. I feel like I've dominated the conversation. <laughs> I feel like I invited you on just for me to vent. And I'm just like, I feel guilty about that, but I'm very, very grateful that you were so accommodating.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Okay. So if we're done with that. I guess I've held you long enough. Are you ready to move on to the questions? Let's do it. All right. Let's do this. Okay. Thank you again for doing this. I appreciate you taking time out. Uh, I know that you're always... I don't think you've ever really said, nah, I'm not about that life. Fuck your podcast, John. So I I really do appreciate it, man. Uh, Okay. So uh, when did you get your first cell phone and what kind was it?
1: I can't remember if it was before, immediately before or immediately after the hurricane. I think it was after. Okay. But I'm not... I can't remember exactly. It was that year and it was either immediately before or immediately after... Um, and it was a Nokia flip phone. So it was like that little blue one with the antenna that would come out. Yeah. Um, yeah. And me and the boys each got matching cell phones and I held on to that thing for years, years and years and years. I think until I went to college. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's... It, was good, it was a good little phone. So you, when did you get your, do you remember when you got your first smartphone? Did you get it in college?
1: Yes, I got an HTC Inspire, I think.
0: Nice.
1: So, yeah. I've predominantly been on the Android train. Currently, I am with Apple. Mainly because I could afford the phone, and they are the only ones that make iPhone or any kind of phone small off of my hand. <laughs> All of the... They've just gotten into the whole tablet thing, and yeah. I see it
0: text. <laughs> <laughs> So to can me reach it yeah it's it's amazing like i like i think i have an eight looking at it right now i think i have an eight yeah and i don't want maybe slightly Anymore. bigger but like i don't think i'd want like one of those gigantic like yeah. phones man i just don't understand that i have a seven so yeah and i've had it for years now I, uh, uh, this one's a hand-me-down. My mom got a new phone, and she gave me her old one, so I was like, okay, I can live nice. with this, but, uh, but yeah, man, it's, yeah, it's getting, wh- I just actually got AirPods, uh, last week. Oh. They're pretty, fancy. Look, I was, I was always, like, I was like, oh, I don't need AirPods, fucking my cord headphones, they're, they're just fine, but I had a little money come my way that I was not expecting, so I was like, you know, I could, I could buy these, and I bought some, and I got it, dude, I gotta admit, they're pretty dope. They're pretty fucking dope. I'll yeah. be the first one to admit. They're pretty cool. Uh, I feel like I, I'm just so worried they're going to fall out of my ears. Oh, I'm terrified. Like, I just got them. And I'm like, oh, God, I hope I don't lose these. Uh, but, you know, what? one thing I'll never get is an Apple Watch. Like, I think those are stupid and no. frivolous. Like, I'm like, why? Why do I need an Apple Watch?
1: I might, like, I might consider a Fitbit at some point. Yeah,
0: definitely, definitely. Because
1: they've gotten one that are more like smart watches now, and they do all kinds of stuff. Yeah. But... I don't know. I I can't imagine needing that,
0: you know? Yeah, for real. I totally, totally feel that. I'm just, like, not an active person. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, let's move on to the next question. Okay, Uh, what is one reality TV or game show you would do the best on?
1: Okay, so this just came out. It's called The Floor is Lava. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, And I want to try it. So bad. I don't know that I would actually do well, but I want.
0: That's the one that I want to be on. I haven't watched it yet. I've seen it, and again, I'm. I played that. Yeah, I bet it is. Like I I remember playing that game when I was a wee, a wee lad. Uh, Yeah, but like, I was just like, really, this is where we come in our society. Like we're like, throw money at this. Like Netflix was like, man, we have all this money lying (laughs) around
1: really
0: high actually. I know I know I've seen the trailers for it I'm like really really okay yeah. sure why not um I see I don't I, yeah. I I think I would do I think you know I think I would do uh, first off I would never want to be on a reality TV show ever uh even one of the good ones but like I just uh, maybe wheel of fortune maybe I don't know if jeopardy I don't think I'm smart enough for jeopardy I think maybe who like who wants to be a millionaire? Maybe? I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't really know. Nah. Nah. I think not Wheel- any of those not any of those shows we have
1: to answer questions because when people ask me questions, <laughs> like I freeze up. I'm like <laughs> I don't know. I've
0: never had a thought in my life. Oh bad. Uh, yeah, I think I think I'm gonna go Wheel of Fortune. I think no, Family Feud. That's the one. Family Feud would be the Family best.
1: Family Feud. That's okay. the one.
0: That's the one. Okay. okay. There you go. What is your favorite book? Um
1: well I have a I have, I have a lot of favorites, All right, and well, then, they kind of, yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. But I would, I would say my favorite genre is fantasy because that's where most of my favorite books fall. Okay. Um, and I think within that, my favorite like kind of book to read, which is about as close as I can get to having a favorite book, is stories about young women who. You know go out and subvert expectations and overcome against long odds and you know either they figure it out on their own or they learn you know how to ask for help and find friends to help them do stuff but it's it's that kind of story
0: that's cool i i can understand why it appeals to you uh Mine is still The Great Gatsby. I still love that book. read it Read it when we were at yeah. Franklin, and I still love that book. It's my definitely my favorite book. Um,
1: Literarily, I think probably All Quiet on the Western Front is one of my favorites. Yeah. Like it kind of diverges from like that genre that I'll go to all the time. But I just I like that and that and um, Love in the Time of Cholera just both gave me this kind of like feeling of longing in a way it was like this melancholy sweet sort of beauty of things that are long gone you know
0: yeah i get it
1: which is weird to say about all quiet on the western front because it's about world war one but there was just something so human about it
0: yeah that
1: yeah it just it's always stuck with me
0: well, I tend to idealize women, so that's why Grey Gatsby resonated with me, but uh but also the whole <laughs> American society and fucking capitalism like that kind of shit. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh okay, next question. Uh okay. What is your favorite pair of shoes? It can be ones you own currently or you've ever had.
1: Uh well, I would say I have I have a pair of Tevas. They're these sandal strap sandal shoes, mm-hmm. and they've got like a thick kind of foam core sole, and they're leather with like details worked into it, mm-hmm. and they're super comfy. And you can like be cute or you can just be casual, and I essentially wear them anytime. It's warm enough to do so. So basically, all summer long, and I
0: end up with sandal pants <laughs> on my feet. Oh, uh, I, I don't think I've ever had those, but uh, yeah, I don't. I, I was I was pretty anti-sandal for most of my life. I didn't really start getting into it till like after college. Like I never, I yeah. was always like hard shoes. Like I don't want to wear uh, feet are gross. I don't want my feet out there. But like. Uh, yeah, mine are, uh, my air. I'm actually wearing them right now. Uh, my Air Force Ones. Uh, I think Air Force Ones mm. are the best shoes ever. Um, but yeah, that's cool. Uh, I've never heard of yeah. them. I'll, I'll have to look for them. Maybe one day I'll try and buy a pair. Do they come in men's? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, and
1: that's the thing. Is I feel like a lot of, there, is, there aren't a lot of options for men's sandals that aren't like bad sandals. They're just straight up flip-flops.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I have a pair of Nike flip-flops. This is what I rock. But, uh, but yeah, I know what yeah, you're I'm saying. Gonna... Yeah. Uh, Maybe one day. I don't know. We'll see. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What is your favorite smell or scent?
1: Well, there's a couple, again, because God forbid I make a choice about anything in life. Um, <laughs> but I, on the one hand, I really like um, like woody, smoky kind of, you know a whiskey, teak wood, kind of sandalwood genre of smells, and then I also really like uh, vanilla, but you know, kind of with a little bit of kick, so cloves and vanilla and sweet but spicy
0: stuff. Okay, all right, pretty interesting uh, choices there.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) See, I'm I'm more uh, food based. Bacon. The smell of bacon is my favorite (laughs) smell. Like that's. yeah, I just I love like I remember I told my brother that and he was like oh but then then when you cook bacon it like that that smell lingers and hangs around in your like kitchen and I'm like yeah I love that like I love coming <laughs> into my apartment and I'd be like oh yeah that's right I smell I cooked bacon like a day ago like oh god I love I love the smell and the sound of bacon cooking oh it's the best I love mm. it so much um but also I really big. I really do like that vanilla smell you were describing I really do like that as well so um, yeah okay yeah so. If you, you can only watch TVs, TV shows or movies for the rest of your life, what would you pick?
1: TV shows. Really? Yeah. Yep. <sighs> they're, they're, the stories are more in-depth. You can go deeper. You get to know the characters better. You get more invested in the plot lines and the threads and whatever. So, TV shows.
0: See, I don't know if it's my attention span or anything or just how my brain operates – I just, I think that I prefer more concise, more like, mm. more streamlined, efficient storytelling. I totally agree with you that, yeah, TV shows, that's one of the strengths of TV shows is the quality that you can go, the depth you can go to. But I feel like yeah. TV shows are tend to be more excessive In like, mm. I don't care about half of this shit. I just want this storyline or that storyline. Yeah. So I think I prefer the... The efficiency and the co- the cons- uh the concise storytelling of a film over that sure and plus as much as I love the Mandalorian I- I- my love is for the Star Wars movies so I can never get <laughs> up the Star Wars movies so that that's where I'm coming from fair uh, fair or you could split the difference the MCU is basically like a bunch of movies that are a TV show so it maybe is. that's yep. that's the that's the middle ground right there yep okay I mentioned that this is my- one of my favorite questions I've ever asked my guests and I love this question okay so. <laughs> You get to use a time machine. When or where would you go? But you have to stay there for no more or less than three days.
1: This is going to be so fucking boring. But honestly, the only thing that I could think was to go somewhere down the line in the future just to make sure that everything turns out kind of okay.
0: <laughs> see, I would. Yeah, I would go you know, to the future as well. I totally agree. I, I would go. I don't have. I have little to no desire to see anything in the past.
1: Yeah, I mean, it would be cool, but like. I'm just so much more worried about
0: what's going to happen than what has already happened. I, I'm not. It's not out of concern. It's more out of like going to the past. Like if I went to the fucking turn of the century or somewhere in the past and I like hurt myself, I want to know antibiotics are like readily available. Right. And like you know, right. air conditioning is readily available. Like I don't want. I don't want to be dealing <laughs> with a bunch of shit like that. Like so. Yeah. But I, I understand where you're coming from on that one. Yeah, I, I I like technology. I like modern technology. Yep. I like, you know, industrialization. Yep. Eh, you know, not really the best thing, but not you know, it could be worse, but like yeah, I don't I have no desire. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, but I would love to see like a hundred years from now, or like a thousand years from now, if we're still mm. around. Like what are we what what's going on there? Yeah. Um Yeah. Anyway, okay, cool. I dig it, I dig it. I'm glad someone everyone else is well I've only asked three other people this question, but everyone the other three people I've asked always went to the past. Uh, me, I've always been like, no, nah, I want to go to the future. Oh, okay. Let so someone else <laughs> yeah. see where I'm coming from. Okay. Would you rather be an Olympic gold medalist or a Nobel Prize winner? And for what? Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Do tell. So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I would want to be an Olympic gold medalist. Okay. And it's going to sound <laughs> real fucked up.
0: But I want
1: to be in the Olympic Village and just witness firsthand the oh. apparent orgy oh that god. happens. All of oh my god! Oh the competitor.
0: <laughs> yeah, because like for anyone not aware, when you put a bunch of athletically gifted, very good-looking people in a village like that, where really nothing else to yeah. do. And they got, like, the yeah. most stress they've ever experienced in their life. Apparently, it's, like, fuck fest, yeah. like, forever in, like, an Olympic village. So, Yep. Okay, but does Should it... I just, uh, <laughs> so, wait, but what would you want to meddle in? What would your sport be? What or? would I want
1: to meddle in? Yeah. Um, that's a good question. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean just you know no no basis in reality whatsoever i think the the ski jump thing would be really fun yeah the
0: fall, yeah. yeah, terrifying
1: yeah but fun well so that one
0: <laughs> since you are canadian i assumed you were going to say women's hockey but you know what sure like that, that too all right <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just like seems like that's how close you could get that's the closest you'll ever get to flying on your own
0: probably you know? yeah so yeah, it would
1: be terrifying, Yeah, but uh, that one, I think. Yeah, I, I'm sure oh, it's... Oh, no,
0: rouge, yeah. Oh, there you go. That, yeah, that
1: one.
0: Uh, all right, that works. Uh, of course it was a winter sport. I just, I was like, mm, you know. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, last question, wrapping up again. Thank you for doing this. So five years from now, 10 years from now, however far you want to project forward, uh, what do you hope we learn from all that's happened this year?
1: <sighs> well, I hope we
0: actually...
1: <laughs> change and I hope that this kind of lays the foundation for a much more progressive future just because people are so fucking tired of living in a regressive past you know yeah. so I hope that there is a real deep lasting impact that is beneficial for more people than it
0: hurts Yeah, I've said this before Uh the main thing I wish that I hope we all take away from this is you know, on a community level, on a state level, country level, yeah, global level, I really hope we we really appreciate how dependent we all are on each other. Like it's Yes. I think I hope I hope that the the effects realize how connected we all are. And I, I really hope that's the yeah the lesson we put yeah, on this. Yeah, I
1: hope the community sort of togetherness grows and continues to grow.
0: We can only hope. We can only hope. Yeah. Um, so that's yep. going to gonna do it for us guys. Alex, thank you for doing this. I hope you have a lovely birthday tomorrow, and I hope you have a lovely camping trip. Where are you going by chance if thank you want to throw it out there? Sure, yeah. We're
1: going uh, just around the tip of Lake Michigan into Michigan. Um, nice. um, we're just going to camp literally opposite of Chicago.
0: <laughs> that's dope, man. Uh, again, yeah. I hope you have a fun time. I hope you have a safe time. I hope that everything goes well, and you know – I guess I'll just, uh, I'll catch you later. I mean, I text you every now and then and, you know, memes are memes and shit like that. Uh, uh, So, yeah, uh, thank you again for doing this. Uh, Thanks, guys, for listening. Please like, subscribe, share all that, like, you know, influencer bullshit, uh, all that stuff uh, that I hate doing. Uh, Yeah, so I guess I'll just catch you later, man, and I hope you have a great rest of your Sunday. Thanks. You too. All right, bye. Bye.
1: And the board and the